This is the Season Long Podcast in support of the YouTube channel Season Long Baller. Happy to have you with us. And as always, we review what's going on on our channel, Season Long Baller. And it's obvious this week. The first thing and biggest thing that we have to talk about is the injury news to Jamon Summers. As you know, late in the Orlando Magic matchup, the second Orlando Magic matchup, Jamon Summers was injured. Back to Summers. Summers will take the three. Hits it again. Uh oh. <laughs> Summers is hurt. Hey, look, why was there no foul on that three? And Poole comes in for Summers. Now, we'll briefly talk about the rest of the week, but the Summers injury obviously takes precedent in what we will discuss on the podcast today. This is a team that is already dealing with the injury of Daniel Gafford, who is getting better, but. Will he be returning anytime soon? And how long is Summers going to be out? The good thing is Summers was injured on December 1st and the Wizards do not play again until later today. So there has been a three-day break for what is an ankle injury for Summers. So perhaps he will be ready for later today. Just keep it right here on our channel, Season Long Baller, to see if we will get an update on him returning. Now, the biggest thing since Gafford's injury is that the Wizards have had a different starting lineup. At the two guard, Donnell Wright has come into the lineup replacing Jordan Poole, a little bit better defender or a better defender and a bigger body to go up against the two guards. This allows Poole to slide into the sixth man role where he has more liberty to shoot the rock because of course Summers is shooting the rock us most of the time with the first unit. The other big major change now, obviously, uh, Mike Muscala is playing the center position with Gafford out. But the other big change is at the three. Bilal Koulibaly was starting at the three, but now it's Denny Avdia. Kind of reminiscent of what happened, happened last season, not because of an injury, but Rui Hashimura was starting at the three. And Wes Unsell Jr., head coach of the Wizards, made the change a few games into the season to start Hashimura, I mean, start Avdia over Hashimura. And that changed kind of the dynamic for the Wizards. Now, in this case, again, you have a bigger defender, a more rugged defender, and probably a better rebounder than the rookie Koulibaly, who is now coming off of the bench. So this starting lineup has really worked for the Wizards. Oddly enough, after Gafford was injured in the November 15th game in the blowout loss to the Mavericks, he was hurt late in the, actually like on the final play of the third quarter, the Wizards have been undefeated up until the loss against the Magic uh, without Daniel Gafford. And a lot of it is because this unit has rebounded pretty decent. I think it's been more of a gang rebounding, um, uh, pretty much gang rebounding mentality. Now, we, that's not to say we haven't been slaughtered by some teams on the board. Clint, Capella's, Clint Capella killed us on the glass, but he kills us on the glass even when we have Gafford. So that's just a thing, apparently. <laughs> but... This has been pretty significant because I think the Wizards may have stumbled upon a good lineup here going forward. When Gafford comes back, Muscala will move to the bench, and your starting lineup will now be Jamon Summers, our NBA 2K24 player build at the 1, DeLon Wright at the 2, Denny Avdia at the 3, Kyle Kuzma again at the 4, and Daniel Gafford at the five. So going forward, we will see how that works. But the first thing, of course, is hoping that Jamon Summers will be ready to play here soon. If he can't play against the Nets and the Pacers, we'll probably do something like what we did with the uh, in-season, uh, not the in-season, but the play-in tournament games that we did 
last season uh, with the uh, kind of, you remember the coins that moved on the screen and we described the action where we were talking about the seven, eight, nine, and 10 games. Well, maybe we'll do something similar to that if Summers cannot play. And if he can't play on the fourth or the fifth, and this goes for Daniel Gafford too, the Wizards, as you see on the schedule here, don't have another game actually until the Philadelphia 76ers on the 11th. So you see that we are done for the rest of this week. So that would give plenty of time for not only Summers to return, but for Daniel Gafford to uh, return as well. So that would be very significant for the Wizards. We'll see if Jamont Summers returns. Now, what happened quickly this week? Jamont Summers again leading the way against the against the Hornets with 43 points and a 70 to 55 victory for the Wizards over the Hornets. Again, you can see that Summers scored over half the team's points to go along with six rebounds and three assists, 15 out of 22 from the field, six of seven from deep, seven from seven for seven from the free throw line as Summers led the way for the Wizards. And well, again, no apologies for shooting the rock the most. <laughs> now, in the game against the Bucks, where again, no Daniel Gafford, and I thought this would be very significant. You know the Milwaukee Bucks have Giannis Antetokounmpo and Brooke Lopez on their front line. And without Daniel Gafford, the Wizards blew out the Bucks on the 20th. But here, four days later on Friday the 24th, the Wizards got a very close victory over the Bucks, 72-67. to Hmm. I have a feeling we'll be talking about this game a little bit later on. But Summers had 31 to go along with six rebounds and three assists going four out of eight from deep to defeat the Bucks. The next night against our nemesis, the Atlanta Hawks, and you know I call them our nemesis because in six meetings with the Hawks over NBA 2K23 and NBA 2K24, we are an even three and three against the Hawks. Wizards pick up the victory here, 75 to 68. Summers with 28 in a 9 out of 13 shooting effort, 2 out of 4 from deep, 7 assists to go along with 4 rebounds. But I believe the biggest difference is this in this game was Trey Young only went 5 out of 16. And uh, Murray, DeJounte Murray, went 4 out of 14 from the field, 1 out of 4 from deep. Now, part of the reason for that is that difference I was talking about earlier. De uh, DeLon Wright playing the 2. After the half, Unsell Jr. swapped Summers and Wright with Wright guarding Young and Summers on Murray. Now, I'm not going to take credit for stopping or slowing down Murray, but Wright was on Murray in the first half, on Young in the second half, and they probably had, a, as you see, a combined 9 out of, nine out of 30, probably their worst game total against the Wizards. Now, will that strategy work in the future? We'll see, but I think that is a major difference why the Wizards won this game. And also take note, Clint Capella killing us on the glass with 11 rebounds and eight offensive rebounds. In the game against the Orlando Magic, the, Wizard, the Wizards lost this game 70 to 63 to snap our winning streak and our first loss without Daniel Gafford. Main reason here is the Wizards did not shoot the ball well, only shooting 43% from the field while the Magic shot 45% from the field. And although the Wizards did outscore the Magic by six in the fourth quarter, they still went down by seven, losing 70 to 63. Now, taking a quick look at your standings right now, as it stands here on December 4th, the Wizards are currently third in the Eastern Conference at 14 and five, behind the New York Knicks and the Miami Heat, and ahead of the Indiana Pacers, who, will, who we will be facing tomorrow, and who defeated us on October 25th, opening night, 
for the Wizards. Out West is the Dallas Mavericks in first place. A team, of course, as you know, blew us out big time by 21 uh, a couple of weeks ago. And they are followed by the Warriors, Suns, Clippers, Spurs, Pelicans, Nuggets, and Thunder are your top eight in the West. Now, let's take a look at the at your Jamon Summers play of the week. I have a funny feeling that it's going to come from that Bucks game. And believe it or not, it's going to be a defensive play. The Bucks with a chance to take the lead over to Giannis. Abdia on him. Giannis dribbles up top. Giannis comes downhill. Oh, Summers with the steal. He knocked it out of Giannis' hands. Abdia comes all the way down the floor and flushes. Oh, key basket there. The Bucks had a chance to take the lead, but Summers caught Giannis on his move with the clean swipe. And the Wizards are now back up by three. All right, I know. The guy who does not play great defense makes a great defensive play. I think I deserve a little bit of credit for that. <laughs> All right, coming up this week, the Wizards will be facing the Brooklyn Nets a little bit later on today. We'll see if Jamon Summers will be playing. We'll get a status update later. And then tomorrow against the Indiana Pacers, and we're done for the rest of the week as the real NBA plays the NBA uh, plays the in-season tournament. Remember, yours truly did mess up and not check a box in the settings, and that is why we're not playing the in-season tournament. That was my intention to play it, but missed the setting there, and now we're into the season. So we will try to take care of that on NBA 2K25. So in the meantime, the Wizards will be off for the rest of this week and will be facing the Philadelphia 76ers next Monday. That's going to do it for season-long podcast number 39. Thank you very much for joining us. Later on, update on Jamon Summers and then the game against the Brooklyn Nets. Thank you for joining us. Hope you have a wonderful, wonderful week. And that's it for season-long baller. Peace.